Welcome back to another episode of Three Guys in the Mouse. Josh here with my co-host George. Yo. And Hunter. Howdy. And like every week, we're going to give you guys some updates about the Disney parks. And uh, our final uh, topic is going to be Hunter and I recently went to Disneyland. And uh, we're going to talk about the AP days and uh, what else is going on. So let's get started. You know what I've come for. So to start off the news, we're going to start off uh, from the very beginning. Uh, the Disney Parks blog actually got an update this uh, past week, and now it's uh, split up into sections instead of by time. So the sections are going to be Walt Disney World, Disneyland, Dining, History, and Video. Um, how do you guys feel about this? Uh, I think it's welcome. It's not, it's not, you know, it's just like all thrown together and you have to scramble to see what you want to see. Now you can just click on the link and, you know, help yourself out. I agree. Uh, I mean... The main thing is just trying to make everyone, you know, find it faster, easier, you know. So. I, I agree. Like, uh, I, I frequent the Disney Parks blog a lot, even though it is it is not that great uh, for their information. But, uh, well, because, you know, it's all official stuff. So, like, they don't they don't give you, like, the nitty-gritty about it. They just kind of give you, like, a an overall, like, oh, everything's perfect here. But, um... I, I welcome this. Uh, one th- uh, like I noticed it when I was at Disneyland this past weekend, uh, because I went on the parks blog to see about the AP days, and I saw like it's redesigned, and I'm I'm super happy about it specifically because it used to be so hard to search for anything, because it was all by time, and you had to go through all of that, and then if you wanted to like uh, do a search, their search feature is like so awful, <laughs> so like. Having it split up by, you know, uh, by the parks and uh, dining and all that, like, this, it's going to make it way easier to find things. So this is, of course, this is, of course, like, a big plus for us. But uh, moving on, uh, the Disneyland 60th special came on this Sunday. Uh, I know George and Hunter haven't actually watched it yet, but uh, I'm just going to go ahead and say it right now. It was awful. Just not, not worth watching. That's... That's pretty much how bad it was. Like, you can watch it on, like, parts of it on YouTube, and that's better than sitting through it. Like, uh, <laughs> it starts off with, like, this dance sequence, uh, from the Dancing with the Stars people, and then Pentatonics is on Paint the Nights, uh, like, uh, well, they say that they're performing with Paint the Night, but it's, like, the first float of Paint the Night, you know, the drum and the Tinkerbell are behind them with the lights off. And which I was just like, it looks stupid when there's lights on everywhere and you have the paint the night floats that with no lights on them. And uh, yeah, it was just everything about it. I just did not like like, um, you know, like they they had all these presenters that I didn't care about. They they did most of it from a theater, which I didn't understand. Like, I was just like, this isn't an award show. This is Disneyland's <laughs> 60th anniversary. And they're, they're not even at Disneyland going oh, we just want to say thank you to everyone. Uh, it was not worth it. Uh, you know, I haven't watched it because, I mean, I DVR it, but, like, uh, the commercials, I mean, I I wasn't really too excited about it. Like I said, a couple of my buddies uh, said, said the same thing. Like, they didn't even watch it, like, at 8 o'clock. They were like, oh, why not bother? Just DVR it. I'll watch it later. Like, yeah. it, it wasn't too excited to watch it, you know, at oh. that time. Uh, I mean, no, if anyone follows me on Twitter, they know that I was originally live-tweeting it, but it was so bad that I just stopped watching. <laughs> like, I was just like, I'll just, I'll just fast-forward through this tomorrow. <laughs> well, here's my thing with it, because, again, you know, I haven't watched it either. I'm only going to watch it because, one, it's on the BBR, and I have to get rid of it eventually. But, two, I want to see these uh, performances, even though I know I could go on YouTube and watch it. That's going to be my excuse to try to get through as much of this as I can. Because from what I've understood and what, from what everybody was saying, like on Twitter for the most part, it yeah. was like haphazard and bad. Yeah, it, 
like, I, I saw what they were going for, it just didn't make sense. Like I said, the, the whole thing about it being in a theater didn't make sense. Um, then they would have, like, random spots, like they had a spot where Josh Gad was saying, like, some Disney history stuff for you, but it was all stuff that every Disney fan knows. Like, uh, it ends with, like, him in the apartment, and he's like, this is the la uh, the lamp that uh, Walt Disney would turn on to let people know that he was there so that they knew he was looking out for the park. And now they keep it on all the time to show that his spirit is uh, still watching over. And I'm like, everyone knows that. <laughs> like, anyone that's ever watched anything about Disneyland knows that because that's like their favorite fact to throw out. Uh, it was just, a lot of it was just dumb. Uh, the There were some highlights, like they had like a few performances that I enjoyed. Um, if you guys enjoyed any of the other performances, that's on you. Um, but, you know, like me, I'm a Fallout Boy fan, and I, I enjoyed seeing Fallout Boy play, you know, their version of, um, of, uh... King Boo's. Yeah, of, uh... Be Like You. Man, yeah, Be Like You. I was like, I, I wanted to keep calling it, uh, I Can't Wait to Be King, because my daughter's watching all this Lion King and Lion Guard stuff all the time. <laughs> but, uh, that was good. Neo, uh, came out and performed, uh you know, a friend like me. Um, that was really good. It was only like a quarter of the song, which was annoying. And then they had him playing it. Like it started off with uh, whoever did the uh, the awful version of Part of Your World on the We Love Disney album. She came out and did an awful performance of that. And then uh, it, it was like really boring too. Like even my daughter was just like, ugh. And she's too. And then as soon as the song, uh, like, Cause like it's you know all soup like she's super slowed down part of your world, and then um, as she ends, you just hear the da 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 da, and then they swing over. They well they pan over and you see like them coming down the stairs, and you know Neo comes out. That was that was good. Um, of course, another highlight would be uh, the Star Wars unveil with uh, Harrison Ford and BB-8. I actually really liked the uh, they had Star Wars live there too, which they performed some of the music from Star Wars. Um, and, uh, the, the Shanghai video was really cool, too. I know I showed you guys it. <laughs> um, we'll, we'll discuss it. I guess we should discuss that right now, actually. The Star Wars, the Star Wars unveil, um, it was kind of, like, half, uh, half good, half stuff we've already seen. Like, I noticed, like, um, they, sh they showed off some stuff that, like, we had already known were rumored, but, uh, it's nice to see that, like, they're con kind of confirming it. But then, like, at the same time, it was just, like, this is all, like, so early in the process. Especially with, uh, we'll talk about how slowly they're working on the actual Star Wars land. You you know why they are now. <laughs> but, but, like, uh, I know, we, we noticed, like, uh, they had, like, a quick video of, like, some of the rides. Like, the Stormtrooper one, I thought, looked really good. Um, I know that I, I pointed out it looks kind of like Spider-Man from uh, the Universal Orlando, but that's like a great ride system anyway. Well, I guess you could consider it like Indiana Jones, too. Yeah, really quick on that. When you brought it up, I was like, well, it, it still should be good. And you agreed, you know, it, it's going to probably be really good. As long as we don't have a, you know, 50-foot-tall stormtrooper jumping on top of our car. Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's Universal storytelling at its best. Not making any sense. Uh. Uh, was there anything you liked in there, George, for Star Wars? Uh, I mean, they have a couple of new characters, like, well, drawn, and, um, I, I don't know, like, I could just picture in my head how, like, the characters, since they already drew, like, a couple of characters, I'm pretty sure they're gonna come to life and then, like, take photos, you know, random stuff, so. Yeah, I know, um, one thing my wife really liked was it was talking about, like, the dining options and the nightlife stuff, and she really liked that. She thought that was, like, uh, definitely a highlight of it. Uh, when you're talking about the dining, I really hope they have, like, I know it's, it's kind of silly, but, like, those characters that will look like aliens, like, be their waiters, like, you know, <laughs> that would be cool. <laughs> That'd be a whole different kind of character dining. Oh, yes. Uh, the one that I'm interested in is the, uh, cantina. Mind you, I, I don't really drink as it is, but I, I would I would seriously contemplate sitting in a Star Wars bar. Uh, yeah, I I was gonna bring that up because like Disneyland is famous for the fact that uh, there's only one place you can drink at Disneyland, and that's Club Thirty Three. So it is interesting because it's like, so are they gonna be drinking there, or what's the deal? Um, 
You know, I'm not like too big into drinking, but like the cantina has to be, it has to be liquor. Like, if it's not liquor and stuff, like, th there's no point in it being the cantina. And I hope the TVs are like the sports from episode two. Oh, yeah. How weird they are. <laughs> the, the robot football. Yeah. <laughs> actually, actually, you know, I just thought too, like, uh, you know, a perfect example of like a cantina being like, for children but doesn't work is remember the FAO shorts out here in uh, Caesar's mm. Palace? It had the cantina in it and like no one ever went there because it was stupid like it was just like soda. Of course I will say as children we were all over that. We were like mom <laughs> so, I need an eight dollar soda because the band plays when you order something. <laughs> but uh, yeah I thought I thought like the Star Wars stuff looked pretty good. Um, I'm excited to see how it plays out. The Millennium Falcon one, I, I still see that and I just wonder how they're gonna pull that off. Cause like, the whole idea is that you're piloting the Millennium Falcon and it's like, when I go into, you know, the ride vehicle, am I gonna see the whole Millennium Falcon? Like, how does this work? Like, or are they gonna do it like you enter the Millennium Falcon and then like, when you, uh, you know, you line, you queue up and then you go into like the little pod or whatever. I don't know. <laughs> now I'm getting like way into it. <laughs> uh, you know, I think it's going to be like you walk in, you, obviously you wait in line, but you see like a bunch of those. Oh, it's hard, you know. Yeah. It's hard. I, I'm I'm thinking, you know, it might, it might make more sense if it's like you queue up and then um, they bring you into a room. Uh, like you and a bunch of people and then when you walk in um, you see like the Millennium Falcon and you enter onto it and then inside the Millennium Falcon is like where it splits up to where you're gonna sit down yeah. that would make more sense I know like a big thing is that they're gonna want it to get a lot of people through yeah and I agree completely with your uh, with your little idea there have everybody enter together and then split them off from there. Yeah. I like that. Make them feel like they're they're still piloting it. Yeah. Um, the Shanghai video I thought was really cool. Um, I know our, our Uncle Tim, he's out there right now working on Shanghai. But uh, one thing I specifically loved in this video was they showed the, um, they showed the uh, uh, Tron light cycle coaster uh, in action. I thought that was awesome. I was like, oh my god, like... <laughs> That was the one thing I pulled out of that. Because, like, the Shanghai video was kind of dumb, realistically. Uh, it, it, it just showed you, like, stuff you've already seen. But the, the actual, like, on-ride of the Tron coaster, that was, like, uh, definitely a, a big highlight. I like the castle, how they, I guess, how they recorded the castle. It's, uh, it's pretty cool. Yeah, but my, my issue with that is it's just CGI, though. Like, you just see it and you're like, okay, so I've seen these pictures. They just animated them. But they kind of did the same with the Star Wars stuff. Uh, I'm gonna, I actually kind of agree with both of you because, you know, I, I thought it was pretty cool. But at the same time, it was a little boring up until we get to the Tron part. You know, because, again, it, it is stuff that we've seen and it didn't answer a couple of questions I had. I'm still curious what this crocodile monster thing yeah. is. They don't want to <laughs> talk about it. <laughs> they keep showing it, but they don't say anything about it. They just give you hints. It's coming. Yeah, it's here. <laughs> um, another thing was they had the uh, Pete's Dragon trailer, the first one. Um, I was not impressed with this. I saw a lot of people online like loving it. I didn't care for what I saw at all. And uh, like the trailer like starts off with like. Um, Bryce Dallas Howard's talking about this boy that they found in the woods who was living out there for like three years by himself and the kid looks like you know he's got long hair and stuff and uh, and then Robert Redford's like oh well uh, he couldn't have made it out there himself and then she's like well he he says he wasn't alone he was out there with a dragon and then it shows him like uh, it shows him like looking up and he's smiling and then it shows him like jump off of a cliff and then you see like a CGI dragon like fly off with him on its back. I was just like, I don't care. Like, <laughs> that was my reaction to the video. Um, uh, of course, like, you know, tra it's hard to judge a movie by a trailer. I mean, look at Man of Steel, that looked good, but it was not. <laughs> Batman v Superman looks really bad in its trailers. Hopefully it's not. Iron Man 3 looked really good. It was not. <laughs> Star Wars was amazing though. Every trailer just got you more excited. Um, they also had another Jungle Book trailer. Uh, it's the first one that you see, like, the characters talking, though. I thought that was interesting. Um, then they, of course, had the Alice, uh, 
through the Looking Glass trailer. And the one thing I thought was funny about it is it showed a second of the caterpillar as a butterfly now, and it said, and the voice of Alan Rickman. And I'm like, okay, we get it. Like, he's dead. Like, you, you don't have to throw that in there. Like, please see this movie. <laughs> um, overall, though, like, like I said before, I thought this was, like, I thought this special wasn't worth anything. It's, it's a little annoying because, uh, with the Alice trailer, it's a little annoying only because people are gonna see that that terrible thing anyway. I didn't like the uh, the other one. I didn't either. I don't think I'm gonna see this one either. The only one out of the three of those that I was gonna see from the start was Jungle Book, and that's because I'm stupid. And the second I heard Bill Murray, oh well, I was like, look at that, I'm in already. That that does like just to go back for a second, like for Pete's Dragon, the one saving grace of it is Robert Redford's in it, and I'm like, ah, you know, Robert Redford does make, he doesn't like make a lot of bad decisions <laughs> right. in movies. Um, especially like, I mean, his last movie was uh, Captain America 2, so yeah, I mean. I mean... Uh, I, my last thought though on the Disneyland 60, of course, like you, you need to watch it yourself and make a, be a judge of it, but you know, what I realized when I was watching it, because one of the first things they show is like, clips of Walt Disney uh, on the Disneyland program uh, introducing Disneyland and talking about things in Disneyland and I'm like that's what I wanted to see you know for this to be a two-hour special and all it was was you know performances and dance numbers and some sort of weird awards show feeling to it uh, and the the thing that I thought was most annoying is the first like they did they had the Josh Gad part and then after that no one actually showed or talked about Disneyland for like the next hour. It was just them talking about how characters and Disney movies make you feel. And I'm like, this is not about Disney movies. This is about Disneyland Park. And I just thought it was like a bad special. Like, you know, like I said, though, what I want, what I realized I wanted is I wanted it to be like the old Disneyland show. I wanted it to be like Bob Iger comes out and he talks about, you know, uh, Disneyland is 60 years old. Uh, this is, you know, a landmark, especially since Disneyland was the first ever theme park uh, of its kind, and you know what this means for uh, parks and Disney parks in general. And then for him to introduce like things that are going on, like introduce how they're uh, always like giving you little updates, like it, even if like they just showed off things like ah. Uh, now that I'm thinking of it, I would have loved for him to show off, you know. Disneyland, uh, like Walt Disney always said, uh, will never be complete, and it's not. You know, we're always adding new, uh, new fun experiences. Like, and then you could show off Big Thunder, how they added in the, you know, the blow up yeah. uh, mine scene at the end, or show the Peter Pan updates and show the Alice in Wonderland updates, the Matterhorn updates. Like, just remind people, like we do things all the time. Show us Season of the Force and Hyperspace Mountain. Show us the new things coming, uh, you know, Star Wars land that's uh, coming through. Like, that that's what the special should have been. And uh, I, I hope you guys are listening to this just like, man, I really would have liked that one. And for all of the Disney personnel we know are listening, remember, remember that. <laughs> I still honestly believe they listen to us and steal our ideas. I'm okay with this, but... A little credit would be, ha would be helpful. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know if, uh, I guess, any of his family went to the awards? Like, and it kept showing, that was the weird thing too, is it kept showing shots of the people in the crowd, and they either A, looked like they didn't want to be there, or B, I had no idea who these people were. <laughs> I was just like, or, or, or it's just like them looking up. Like, I'm just like, don't, don't show people just staring up. <laughs> yeah, it yeah, like I said, though, overall, it, it was not what I wanted to see. Um, you know, you guys are welcome, though, to, uh, you know, email us or uh, chat us on Twitter and let us know what you guys think, if you agree or disagree with my thoughts. You know what they should have done? They should have, uh, uh, do they advertise about the share your Mickey ears or whatever? Um, yeah, they actually talked about it on there. Um, you know, that's another thing, too, is, like, they had uh, Neil Patrick Harris do the share your ears which is actually what we were just about to talk about, but, uh, you know, he talked about the Share Your Ears experience, and um, I thought about that, too, where I was just like, because they had Derek, Derek Hugh, I guess, from Dancing with the Stars. He was, like, the host. I didn't know why, because I was like, you know, Neil Patrick Harris is a Disney fan. I would have liked to see him up there as a host, or and, like, he just had, like, little quips and stuff that, like, you know, you knew were unscripted. Like, too much of it seemed scripted. Um... 
you know, John Stamos also came out. I, I would have liked him to be the host because, <laughs> which I thought was funny because, like, uh, uh, this is another complaint of mine. Everyone online was like, oh, um, I guess, uh, I guess he just outed himself as a Disney geek. And then uh, people were um, like, well, you have to remember he was, he did uh, work on a Disney show for a long time. And I'm sitting there like, he is a huge Disney geek. This is the guy, he owns the Disneyland marquee. Like, that's not something a normal person <laughs> owns. I'm just like, everyone's like, so stupid. Uh, I'm sorry, you guys are dumb. <laughs> you people out there who didn't know he was, uh, no. And that is really annoying, because he owns that sign. Yeah. Like we were just saying. He owns the Disneyland marquee that I saw when I was a kid. You know, that big purple one. So it's like, he's obviously a huge fan. You know what they should have done? They should have, like... Uh, all the audience should like, like Neil Patrick says, oh, like, everyone, can you grab your hat, please, and take a photo right now, you know. Um, like actually, uh, one thing I thought was uh, funny is like they had the cast of Modern Family do like a little segment where it was like them talking about what they do at Disneyland, like uh, what uh, how they do Disneyland, like. And what I love is um, uh, Julie Bowen who plays the um, Claire and. Uh, Oh man, I can't remember his name, but the uh, the one that plays Luke, uh, they talked about hidden Mickey's. That that's their favorite thing to do is find hidden Mickey's. And then uh, you know, of course, uh, like I I thought that was like a nice touch to show them like genuinely talking about what they do at Disneyland. Like one of them talked to uh, actually it was Luke. He talks about the first thing you do is you get your fast passes for like the big rides. You get there quick so you can get them. And I was like, that's like a real Disney fan. That's something you say. That's true. I hate how people. Uh... Like, when, like, you know, the, like, commercial, whatever, when they're talking about, oh, when I go to Disneyland, the first thing I do is just look at the castle and try to yeah. express the magic. <laughs> You're like, like, no, you don't. <laughs> if yeah. you really go to Disneyland or Disney World, the first thing you do is you know that there's a ride that you want the Fast Pass for. Well, I guess Disney World not as much since they have Fast Pass Plus, but Disneyland, yeah. like, it's like, oh, I need Indy or Hyperspace Mountain. I need that Fast Pass now. <laughs> or I need... Radiator Springs. Like I'm not sitting here like, look at the look at this place. <laughs> yeah, like right when you walk in. Okay, let's go get the fast Let's go 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 go. Um, to <laughs> that yeah that that's how it works. Um, but to move on from that, uh, since we've been talking over 20 minutes about it, <laughs> the um, the share your ears campaign though started. Uh, and um, I'm a little annoyed with people right now about it. I keep seeing people post uh, the share your ears thing. So the whole thing is uh, Disney is giving uh, $5 to make a wish up to a million dollars for every ear photo you share on Facebook, Instagram, or Twitter with the hashtag share your ears. Um, and they're doing this until March 14th. What I've been seeing a lot of, and uh, I know a lot of my family members are guilty of this, is they're posting pictures that are not uh, they are not ear pictures, and I'm just like, that's not what this thing is. You're supposed to have, you're supposed to either be wearing your Mickey ears, or you, uh, put something up to, uh, be ears. Like, uh, I know they showed, like, pictures of people holding up flowers or basketballs. Like, the whole thing is you're supposed to have the ears. I'm like, just do it right. Like, they're giving money, <laughs> just do it. Yeah, it's true. I, I mean, I think I, one of my favorite ad lib ones is, uh, one of the dudes that I follow on Twitter. Uh, and stuff like that. He had it where he's holding up two donuts. It's just, you know, it, it's it's your chance to be a little ridiculous with the things that you'll use to make a uh, Mickey ears, you know? Yeah. Donuts. <laughs> Actually, yeah. Um, a quick thing to add in here. Uh, I noticed uh, this past weekend when I was at Disneyland, they had new buttons. Um, like the first visit and I'm celebrating buttons are all redesigned. You could hold those up in, as ears. Yeah. Like, just, you know, do anything. Like, just to have the ears. Like, that's the thing. <laughs> have the ears. Um, but, you know, I think this is a great thing. Um, I know on Facebook, you can actually change your uh, profile picture right now where it'll have a frame that says, uh, you know, hashtag share your ears. And you just throw a picture in there. I threw up a picture of my daughter um, wearing my, uh, my um, what, are, what are they called? The uh, magic? Yeah. Oh, wow. I'm trying to think what they were called before, though. Glow yeah, with the well, show. yeah. Oh, yeah. Glow with the show ears. That uh, the ugly ears. But um, <laughs> she was wearing those. Um, you know, like do uh, do whatever you need to. I guess for us, we should be wearing our um, our one more Disney Day hats just to show off <laughs> that we have them. <laughs> yeah, but 
Yeah, I think this is really cool though. Uh, especially like Make a Wish, like that's just like a thing that um, everyone should be giving money to anyway. Mm-hmm. I mean, uh, they, I know they talked about on the special. They said that they, uh, there's been like over a hundred thousand wishes that they've granted for Disney parks, and you know that's like a nice touch. I know, like. Um, uh, of course, like there, some people aren't as lucky, but uh, I, on Disney's park blog, they had a cast member who he actually had a, a wish granted, and uh, he made it through though. And it's just like you know, that's just like, uh, of course, a great thing. I, I would I would love to believe that the magic is what helped him through it, but you know, like they, these are like life-threatening diseases and stuff that these kids are dealing with. So it's nice that they get some magic out of uh, out of the awfulness that's going on yeah <laughs> i know as a parent like uh that's just like my worst nightmare the the idea that something that awful could happen but uh you know um at least if you can get something uh good to come out of it so uh definitely make sure to get your ear your share your ears photos up and get your hashtags and wear ears do something make ears we don't yeah care. <laughs> um to move on from that heavy handedness uh, so, um, there's some new, uh, Zoom Zooms coming out on February 26th. They're gonna be Pirates of the Caribbean. Um, these, these ones, I know my wife, she's a big fan of, uh, how they're doing, like, the Pirates. She wants the Haunted Mansion ones, but those aren't out yet, but, uh, it's, uh, good to see that they have Disney Park exclusive ones. I know when I was just there, uh, they had one that was, uh, the Disney vehicles, and I noticed that one of them... <laughs> was the bus. And I was just like, if you've ever gone to Disney World, the bus, like, that is an iconic thing, is that mm -hmm. bus. It's, it's scary, too, because, uh, especially when you're waiting for one of those buses and one comes by and it's not yours. The green Aww. one. Yeah. I need the blue one. Where are you? <laughs> uh, yeah, I love, I love the Disney bus, though. I know, like, a lot of Disney fans talk about, oh, when you go to Disney World, you need to rent a car. I rented a car this past time. It really did not help much at all. Uh, and, like, we actually, most of the time, took the bus, because we were, like, it's easier, cause, well, we were staying at Pop Century, so we don't wait in much of a line, but, um, you know, it's just easier, because it's, like, I don't have to walk all the way to the car, I don't have to get in the car, get it back here, like, you just get on the bus, and it takes you right up there, um, I know, like, renting a car, like, you're just, like, where am I gonna park it, I have to go get it later, I have to take the tram, uh, up to the place anyway, it's just, like, it's just a mess, like, you know, the bus is, like, the easiest thing you can do. Transit Authority. Um, another thing, for any of you uh, Vinylmation fans out there, they've got these Movieland Vinylmations out now. Uh, I saw them this past uh, weekend when I was there. Uh, some of the creatures and stuff that they've got, though, they've got uh, Nemo in the, uh, um, in the diver suit. They've got the Shaggy Dog. Actually, it looks like Shaggy. Yeah, it's Shaggy Dog from college. Yeah. Um, they've got the Rocketeer, Jack Sparrow. Uh, they have uh, Flynn from uh, Tron. They've got, uh, I think it's Victor from Black Hole. And then they've got Condor Man. <laughs> you know, like, uh, I know Vitalmation's, like, on its way, sort of on its way out. But it's nice to see, like, uh, that they have, like, they have more, like, Disney-centric ones. I always hated, like, the urban ones. Yeah. Like, those never made sense to me. Or, like, they had this high school one. Ugh, those were ugly. I wonder what's the mystery. Oh, gosh, I don't even know. I don't even have like, a, a good guess for it either. Uh, you know what, though, on these ones? This might be a set that I want to try to do because there's already a couple I want. Condor Man in itself is just a funny nod to, to anybody that's ever accidentally stumbled upon a video clip of his. And if you haven't, I suggest you go look for it. And the Rocketeer is amazing. Yeah, the Rocketeer is classic stuff. I know one thing I saw when I was out there, they had a huge, um, like, uh, Vinylmation sort of thing. It was like, it was like $60, or no, it was $70, but it was Hipster Mickey. I thought that was awesome. I love Hipster Mickey. <laughs> they also have a Hipster Mickey beanie that has him on it, and it's, uh, the extra long beanies, just like the Hipsters one. <laughs> um, to, to move on, though, we've got, uh, some Disney World news for you. Um, at Disney World, uh, the food and wine dates were announced, so these are gonna kick off, uh, Feb uh February, September 14th, <laughs> and run through November 14th, and this is gonna be two additional weeks, uh, so it's gonna go from 53 days la uh, last year to 62 now, which, uh, 
I know like I've been there for food and wine. Food and wine's like a nice event, especially like the little key. I know everyone loves the kiosks. Um, you uh, you get like little things from like each land if you've got the stomach for it. <laughs> but you know, I think this is a great thing. Of course, like it, it also calls attention to the fact that like Epcot like. To, to keep its attendance up is always doing something. You know, they've got food and wine, they've got flower and garden, and these things, like, really just hold them for the year. Like, because the thing is, is that uh, when those things aren't there, like, no one's going in there. Like, like I said, I was just at Disney World, and they were they were getting ready for flower and garden. You could see it. Like, uh, they had some of the spots closed uh, where they put them up, and it was just dead in that park. Yeah. Like I said, like, we, we got on Spaceship Earth like nothing. Like, we... We walked on it every time. We walked on every ride that we went on. Like, the thing is, is that, you know, Epcot is not, like, a park that people just go to. It's not like Magic Kingdom. Of course, I say it's because... I say, like, a lot of the Disney World properties, it's a, it's a big thing to deal with is their rides. There's no rides. And that's, like, a big issue. Like, Hollywood Studios is hurting right now because it's got completely no rides. But... Because Star Wars is there, it's so funny because you just see so many people there. And that's considering how many people were like, I don't know if this Star Wars thing is going to work out. Like, <laughs> you're dumb if you thought that. Um, but yeah, seriously, like, I know we've said it before, like, Tomorrowland is so packed now, now that Star Wars is there. Uh, Disney Hollywood Studios, considering that they closed half of the park has nothing to offer, that place is packed. And that, and then like Star Tours was packed, uh, and it's like Star Star Tours was never packed before. The launch bay is packed. Like the people are here for Star Wars. They want to see that stuff. I know. Um, one thing I I know I showed you guys that uh, it was a video of Kylo Ren is now part of the Trials of the Temple mm -hmm. for the uh, you know the um, Jedi training video, and that was awesome. I love that. Like, <laughs> um, if you guys haven't seen this, definitely check it out online. Um, one of the funniest things is that when uh, when the Jedi, like, uh, the Jedi apprentice, like, um, when she, like, pushes him, pushes him away or, you know, denies him, he, like, throws a tantrum and he walks up to the thing and he, like, starts hitting it and lights go off that he's hitting it. I thought that was so funny. I was like, oh my god, like, that's perfect Kylo, classic <laughs> Kylo Ren. <laughs> Uh, no, like, uh, how do you guys feel about food and wine, though? I know we've been there for food and wine, you know, uh, of course, since we go in October. Alright, well, here's what I'll say about it, is I'm okay with it, because the first, the last time we were there, it was, it was all there. I couldn't do any of the stuff, really, because, you know, I can't do, I couldn't do the wine. Now that I'm gonna be at that age, I'm actually kind of excited for it to try all this stuff, and to try all the food. Not, well, not all of, of the food, but the stuff that sounds like it might taste good. I know it's not part of food and wine, but I just want to bring up again that they have a cronut over by Canada at the little stand, and I love cronuts. It was, it was just cinnamon sugar too, but it was so good. <laughs> Everyone needs to go get that. Oh, I agree, Hunter. I mean, I'm excited for just tasting it. You're at Disney World, you know. We'll be there for it too. Yeah. <laughs> we should be there for it. Uh, we're planning to go in October. Yeah, but, um, you know, some other things. I know people know, too, that there's, like, the culinary events and celebrity chefs and seminars and all that. They haven't announced any of those yet since, you know, of course, it's so early off. But, it, you know, it's good to know, like, the time frame now. Um, I think that's going to, yeah, that's going to do it for us unless you guys have any last thoughts you want to throw out there. Just one. So, I, I just heard this from someone online. Someone just wrote saying, oh, Star Wars is like Frozen. Like, at first people will love it, but then after that it will, it will die. I just want to say to them, you're wrong. You're an idiot. <laughs> Star Wars has always been there since the 80s, so... Yeah, Star Wars is a forever thing. That's not a since that's not the, a give up thing. Yeah, since what, 77? That's yeah. almost 40 years of Star Wars-ness. <laughs> yeah. I mean, like, I, I don't know why she said that. Maybe because, like, look, I understand kids, like, like, when the age now, like, love Star Wars, but, like, everyone's Star Wars. Even the parents love Star Wars since yeah. they were young. Star Wars is a life thing. Like, that's not something you just give up on. <laughs> um, I did want to uh, throw out something. What was it? Oh, man, I just forgot it. Oh. <laughs> oh, yeah. So, uh, 
anyone that's in the Hollywood uh, or you know going to Disneyland right now, uh, I guess for like the last week, the uh, Wizarding World of Harry Potter at Universal Hollywood is open. Um, I know we talked about it last week. Um, I wanted to bring it up again because uh, Dateline Disneyland was praising it, which I didn't understand because I was like, if they would have done a copy and paste job at Disneyland, he would have been pissed. Like, he would have been complaining. But, you know, Universal does that. He's like, I, I applaud them on doing that. I'm like, shut up, dude. Like, you're an idiot. But uh, I did want to say, um, you know, if you guys are out there, it's uh, it's been open like every day, so... If you want to see it, definitely head out now because like you're gonna you're gonna see light like lighter crowds because of course it's Universal Hollywood. No one's there. Um, but uh, you know um, it's it's definitely worth seeing if you haven't seen the one in Florida. Uh, I I love the uh, ride. I I'm still mad that it's 3D. I don't need it to be 3D. But the Forbidden Journey is definitely like that is uh, definitely like uh, I would say like one of the best like attractions out there. Like. You know, when you think of, like, great attractions, um, you know, you've got things like, of course, Star... You've got Star Tours if you want to, but, like, uh, a big thing, like, for me is it's gonna be, like, gr greatest attractions of all time. You've got Pirates, Haunted Mansion, Indiana Jones, and the Temple of the Forbidden Eye. Like, no questions. Those are amazing attractions, all of those. Um, I would say Star Tours, too, is, like, an iconic, like, ride. Uh, Space Mountain and Big Thunder and... Uh, Splash Mountain, I'll say those are definitely like iconic rides too, but those are like kind of more like just uh, coasters, yeah. but uh, I guess Hyperspace Mountain is uh, something all in itself, but uh, <laughs> I, I would definitely say like out of uh, all the all of the you know greatest attractions uh, <laughs> Radiator Springs too, I would say Radiator Springs um, Not Test Track, I don't think Test Track's that great um, but Radiator Springs definitely would be on there. Um, you know, uh, what Everest would be on there. Now I'm just going through a list of, like, greatest Disney rides. Yeah. That's what it seems like. But, uh, no, I, I do want to say, like, um, and I've said it before. Like, the Spider-Man ride in Florida, great attraction. I love that attraction. Even though it doesn't make sense that he's, like, 30 <laughs> feet tall. That's a great attraction. But, uh, you know, for Forbidden Journey is definitely one of the best rides out there. I would definitely put it up there really high with, like, uh, Pirates and... Uh, Indiana Jones. How do you guys feel on that? I, I at first wasn't going to agree with you, but it's true. I mean, there are hardly anything to point out as a good thing at Universal. But that one in Florida, they have everything because it's not just screens. You're going through this whole ride with, you know, yeah, these, it's these animatronics a, and stuff like that. And, and it's not even that. It's like the way the attraction works. It's like, because... Um, uh, You've got the screens, but you move with the screen. So the screen's showing you a scene, but you're also moving over to the next portion of the attraction. Mm -hmm. And that's what makes it so good. Like, you know, it's seamlessly going through these screens and live action. And then you get something awful like that Gringotts bullcrap <laughs> ride, where it was just like, here's two seconds of coaster, and now you're just sitting at a screen. Like, it, that was an awful attraction. But, you know, uh, Forbidden Journey, like, they definitely did their work. Like, this was... It's definitely an iconic attraction, like, for them. Like, they'll always be remembered for this. Like, you know, um, I was going to say, like, Jurassic Park, like, that's kind of a ride that, you know, everyone's seen a ride like that before. There's nothing that great about it. Um, I was going to say, The Mummy in Florida, awesome. Like, that's definitely one. I would actually say The Mummy would actually throw uh, Everest out for me. Because, like, <laughs> Everest, like, it's cool that the track flips, but the way they do it in The Mummy in Florida is so good. Like, um, yeah, especially since the the Yetis in B mode. Um, you, can't, <laughs> you can't consider Everest uh, number one anymore. Let me just throw this out there really quick, just for anybody listening who might, for any reason, not done this before. Uh, if you're going to go do those rides... In, in Florida, you might as well just not do them in Hollywood because it's just going to make you sad. Yeah. It's going to upset you a lot. Yeah, I know, like, uh, especially um, The Mummy in Hollywood. Oh, awful. God. Like, just an awful recreation. Uh, that's, a, that's a definite hack job that they did. But, uh, you know, like, like I was saying, though, like, if you want to see uh, Harry Potter, definitely go see it now. Um, I know... Dateline Disneyland was saying you're going to have six-hour lines. 
I don't know about that. <laughs> that's a stretch. Um, that's kind of a stretch. Like, I would say, like, for the first couple months, maybe, but I'm like, the, the only thing I could think of is the only reason why you'll have lines like that is because there's nothing else to do there. <laughs> um, that's just a fact, okay? Um, but that's the thing, is it's like, it, it's definitely a great attraction, um, so head out and see it. Uh, Hogsmeade is a great area, even though I know I've seen the pictures, like, they didn't do a good job of keeping it from any of the other attractions, so you can see, like, the rest of Universal, but, like, they definitely, it's still, like, they, they deserve the applaud for it, you know, the, uh, they need, like, a congratulations, but for bringing it to Hollywood, it's just, like, I'm not gonna congratulate you on copy and paste. I feel like uh, they should give it the uh, Simpsons treatment. At least you tried. <laughs> uh, but that's going to do it for us uh, for the news and stuff. And when we come back, we'll have our main subject for you guys. So now we're going to talk about our last subject, which is uh, the AP days and more. Um, the more is the trip report because uh, Hunter and I were just there. But uh, to start things off with the AP days, um, I'm not sure how Hunter felt. I'm uh, Let's be real. I know how he feels. Um, I love the AP days. I thought it was like uh, a nice... I still think it's like a nice thing that they did to uh, really show appreciation to the annual pass holders. Um, I do have some complaints. Uh, Like, I'm not going to say it's an amazing thing, because the thing is is that uh, some of it was cool stuff. Some of it was just like, eh. Like, uh, you know, I'm going to start off, though, this is the last week uh, that we're going into, so it's actually the World of Tomorrows, whatever. Um, And uh, I have the button here because my mom gave me hers, but, uh, you know, one one thing I'm going to start off with as a complaint is uh, they were really stingy with the current week (laughs) buttons. Um, Like, when you get, when you go into... uh, uh, any of the areas they you can get them, but they scan your AP, and uh, you're only allowed to get one set a day. And it was really odd that they were like this because if you go to the Blue Sky Cellar for the buttons, they have a basket of all of the other week's buttons extras that they have. And then if you look under the table, they have boxes of the buttons. So it's just like, why are you being so stingy with these <laughs> buttons? Like, just give them out. Like. It's like the one more Disney day uh, buttons and the uh, the day of. Remember the day of ones? Yeah. Uh, they didn't want to give out extras. You're like, dude. And then at the end of the night, they had freaking boxes that they were trying to give out. It was just like, just give us the buttons when we ask for them. Yeah, and to, to go on top of that. Because you, you asked me, like, oh, if you can, go try to grab me one. I asked the lady. I'm being nice. You know, I'm like, oh, you know, they weren't, they weren't able to be out here. They just left. Can I get an extra one for them? And I get that everybody's probably been asking this lady that, so I tried to give her benefit of the doubt, but she was just so, like, rude about, you know, saying, you know, you can be a little bit nicer, and again, you don't need to be so stingy about it. You know that you're going to have more. We just left this area where we had boxes upon boxes stacked on each other. Yeah, I I will definitely agree with this. Like, um, I had, like, the same treatment when I was getting the button, uh, and I was there for fantasy and fun, but, like, you know, when, uh, when it came time to, like, scan for the buttons and stuff they were super like rude about it like um we were like oh can we get one for my daughter because my daughter's two so she doesn't have an annual pass and they were like well she doesn't have a pass so no we can't do that and i was like what the like what's wrong with you and you know i i think this is that thing that's kind of it's kind of like um it's like problematic with uh disney because the thing is is that um and i've said it many times before but every like, a lot of people know that um, a secret thing is that they hate annual pass holders. Because annual pass holders regularly don't buy anything. And, you know, I understand that. And, you know, yeah, I, and I told Hunter, I was like, yeah, we're also very entitled to. And, you know, I, I've seen it before where annual pass holders are like, I come here every day. I should be allowed to do whatever I want. And it's like, that's not what this is. But, um, you know, I... With this whole thing, it was like they were being so stingy to the point where it came off rude. And it was just like, you know, like, I don't want to be angry at you about this. Like, uh, one thing that made me laugh, though, is they gave us one for my daughter because they had, like, a supervisor standing off to the side. And he was like, that's all right. She can have one. And I was like, what's wrong with this lady? Thank you. Yeah. Um, Like I said, though, when you go in, um, they have, like, a bucket of all of them. So it's like... 
And, and I was like, oh, uh, um, is it like a free-for-all? And they were like, yeah, grab as many as you want. And I'm like, so it didn't matter here, but uh, for the current week it matters. I'm like, whatever. Um, they gave out some cool stuff, though. Uh, that was the one thing I liked, too, is that you actually could get all this stuff uh, from the other weeks. Um, I got a Paint the Night like set of postcards. They had a uh, Mickey Mouse and... Uh, for Mickey Mouse and Main Street, they did... Uh, yeah, I have all the buttons on the table. Um, <laughs> for Main Street and Mickey Mouse, they gave out a uh, Fun Fact Tour um, map, uh, which one thing I want to point out that I hadn't heard anyone say before is that on the other side of it, it actually has Buena Vista Street on it with fun facts about it. Um, for Live the Adventure, which is the Adventureland one, uh, they had a scavenger hunt. Uh, they gave out those two... Um, and fantasy and fun, uh, fantasy and fun. The like thing they were giving out was uh, it was actually free downloads of pictures. But the thing was is that I thought it was cool, but um, you had to get a PhotoPass person that had a yellow shirt on. And the thing was is that they were incredibly hard to find. Like uh, it, it almost bordered on they didn't want you to get pictures. <laughs> like, um, but you know it is what it is. They they had like coloring uh, pages that you could grab and uh, color, um, you know, for the young kids. They had a charging station though. Like they had these like uh, it was kind of like a um, what do I want to say? Uh, it was kind of like a uh, a surge protector. It had like two USBs um, on each side of it. It had like three or four sides. So there was like two USBs on each side, and then it had like two um, plugins on it. Uh, that was really cool. Um, yeah, but, uh, you know, oh, and, uh, if you went to stage 17, that's where you could do the photo op with, um, they had, like, these signs that said, uh, you know, wh whatever the current week was, you could get a picture in front of that. They had an AP days, uh, like, kind of, like, red, uh, red carpet thing you could take a picture in front of. They had, I thought it was pretty cool. It was, like, uh, pins, like, show, it was, like, showing off pins, um, like the ones that are on, uh, coming, you could see those. Uh, and um, then they had uh, they had the free water and the popcorn. The popcorn was disgusting. I just want to say that, and like to the point where I felt like that Jim Gaffigan joke because I grabbed the popcorn and I was eating it. And my wife asked me, she's like, "Oh, uh, she's like, is it good?" And I was like, "No, it's really nasty." And she's like, "Why are you still eating it?" And I was like, "I don't know." <laughs> for the life of me, I don't know why I'm still eating this. Um, uh, but you know that uh, stage 17 is also where they had the uh, photo op with um, Roger Rabbit. Um, in uh, Blue Sky Cellar, they had a video that would play where it was uh, the Disney ambassadors thanking you for being annual pass holders. They kind of had the same thing going on in uh, Stage 17. Um, at the Opera House, they were doing a special like video presentation. It was uh, every 90 minutes. You had to go sign up and stand in line for it. I know when I was there, it was uh, History of the Silly Symphonies. Um, I don't know what they're currently doing because Hunter did not grab any literature or anything. Hunter is an awful 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 person to send to get information <laughs> no it was an accident because i was more thrown off by the button stinginess and the little video because i was trying to you know watch it while everybody else is grabbing the buttons around me no um jokes it was, it was very embarrassing <laughs> yeah jokes aside um you know like uh overall i think it, it's a nice touch it was like a very small thing for them to do but it was nice for them to appreciate us in general because, like, like we've like we've said, and I just said, like, we tend to get the feeling that they don't want us there. So it's nice that they were, like, showing some sort of appreciation to annual pass holders instead of their usual, like, kind of, like, just buy something and get out of here attitude. I'm surprised they didn't spit on your face when you asked about the buttons. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah, like, uh, you know, they're, like, I could go on endlessly complaining about that, but... At the same time, I understood, like, the idea. It was like, hey, you know, we want to make sure everyone can get them, but it's like, you know there's going to be leftovers. And at the same time, don't give me an attitude about it. Yeah, you... <laughs> it, it was nice, though. Like, uh, you had nice areas to chill out. Um, I know we chilled out in the Blue Sky Cellar for a little while. Um, 
I, I, a lot of people complain that the Blue Sky Cellar doesn't have anything new in it, but uh, if anything, I was more concerned that Stage 17 still had the uh, snow player play area like um, stuff inside of it. Like they didn't even try to cover it up. Um, the waters were, uh, they were actually Dasani waters and they were cold. They, uh, they were the small ones, but it was still like, it was a good thing to hand you. Like I said, the popcorn was awful. Like I, ugh, I could not stand it. Yeah, you just see like some people. Cause I know I'd probably be like one of them. Can I get my water? They hand it to you. It's the sun. You're like, I was half expecting Kroger. Yeah. <laughs> I was expecting them to, you know, hand you a hose. <laughs> Here you go. Drink as much as you want. <laughs> now, um, from you know, from your old pal Mickey. From your old. Overall, though, you know. Uh, like I said, I, I thought it was a nice touch. Uh, how did you feel, Hunter? Honestly, it was pretty cool, and I, I just hope that maybe this pays away for a little bit more stuff like this, because even though we're not always buying stuff, you do realize that we're spending close to $1,000 on these things. Okay, well, that's the thing, too, is, like, for us, like, um, we're, we're out-of-towners, realistically. So, for us, we do buy a lot. Like, I know this past trip, um... We spent, we spent quite a lot going in there, and so, like, it, it does annoy me when they treat us like that. I'm just like, dude, like, come on, like, I'm spending money, like, you don't know, you don't know uh, what we're doing. Mm-hmm. Um, to move on from, uh, the AP day, though, uh, there, definitely, though, like, uh, if you are an annual pass holder, Now's the time to go get it because you can you can still get all the stuff for all the old weeks. That that was like the coolest thing I thought was that you could still get that stuff. Um, but uh, to move on from that, uh, Star Wars is creeping into everywhere, and um, I will say like uh, I know when I did my Disney World trip report, I complained a lot about this, but uh, it's not as noticeable at Disneyland. Oh, yeah. I notice it because just because like I see it. But um, it was more subtle at Disneyland, uh, probably because the stores aren't a, uh, not really actually. Like I think it's just more that Disneyland, like uh, they kind of like push some of it to the back, and then uh, like Disney World, it was every entrance to a store was Star Wars. That no matter what, it was always Star Wars. Uh, I noticed that on this past trip that they had a lot of Star Wars stuff everywhere, but. They were more subtle at, about it. Like, um, for instance, like um, Elias and Company had Star Wars stuff inside it, but uh, they, it was appropriate where it was. It was in the toys area, and it was only like uh, one whole wall was just Star Wars. Uh, when you went to the kids' um, clothing, they had like a whole wall that was kids' clothes of Star Wars. The men's area, they had like a whole like you know thing that was Star Wars, but it wasn't like ev it wasn't the way it was at Disney World. Like. Disney World, they were shoving it in your face, like, buy it now. It's everywhere. And, um, uh, I will say, like, some of the stuff are really cool. Like, I know I got the, uh, the name tag with, uh, in Arabesh. I really enjoyed that. Um, even though some cast members asked me where I got that, which I didn't understand. I was like, <laughs> I thought you worked here. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I thought, I, I think the Star Wars stuff, though, like, the way they do it at Disneyland's a lot better. The, some of the merchandise could be better. Like, um, I know, uh, they have, like, new shirts that are, like, they say Disneyland on it with the Star Wars characters, like, uh, Darth Vader and, uh, Stormtroopers and C-3PO, uh, Chewbacca, you know, and stuff like that wearing, like, Mickey ears, but they're on, like, tie-dye shirts, and I don't understand why they're tie-dye. There was, a, there was a couple of them at the Elias and Company store, and I almost bought one of them just for the moment because I was like, this is awesome. It was, uh, I think it was the first order of Stormtroopers, and they were all wearing the Mickey hats. Yeah. And I was like, I need this shirt. It's just a plain white shirt with, you know, the Stormtroopers on it with these Mickey hats. I was like, spur of the moment, I almost spent, you know, money on it. Uh, going back with the tie-dye, it's like the last podcast, don't make shirts with tie-dye. Dude, they had new merchandise that was tie-dye, too. I saw I saw some new stuff that was tie-dye. I was like, why? When you guys went to Disneyland, was there a lot of people there, like, annual pass? Um, yeah, sort of. Like, uh, for the for the Silly Symphony thing at the uh, Opera House, there was a line for that. But, um, there, there were, like, a fair amount. Like, I saw a lot of people with the buttons, but it seemed kind of like everyone just grabbed the buttons and that was it. 
they went home. Yeah. Well, uh, no, like, they grabbed the buttons and then they just went back to being in the park. Because, like, everyone's bags or hats had yeah. all, all of the buttons on it. Whichever, uh, like, uh, of course, when I was there, I was there for the third week. So everyone had the three buttons. Um, but, uh, yeah, that... Like, uh, there were a lot of people, though. It, like, for it to be off-season, it was really packed at Disneyland. Um, one thing I wanted to talk about, too, is, like, uh, there was a lot of, like, reorganizing going on, but some of it made no sense at all. <laughs> uh, like, one of the biggest ones is the Emporium had a huge, like, redo, uh, which I didn't understand. They took all of the, like, um, home decor that they had, and they put it into the area that used to be the kids' toys. And so now it makes no sense because, like, you go in there um, and you're expecting toys because it's, you know, it's made up like it's a nursery almost. So you've got, like, the train going around the top and all the toys. And then you look down and it's all, like, mugs and, uh, you know, just home decor mm -hmm. stuff. And I was just like, what the, what's going on in here? And then, like, you go into where it used to be and it's all toys and you're like, I don't understand why they did this. <laughs> like, it looks so stupid. You're throwing me off really bad over here. Yeah. <laughs> well, I, I just thought it didn't make sense. Um, yeah, it, it seems like they're they're in a transition period. Um, but like I said, Star Wars is uh, it's everywhere, but it's deservedly everywhere. Mm -hmm. um, and it's subtle. It's more subtle the way they did it. Um, I, I did check out, like, uh, from the um, parking structure, I checked out, you know, the work going on in the back for Star Wars Land. And I know, like, people are reporting, like, oh, you know, they've already taken out the Circle D Ranch. And it's like, you know, the Circle D Ranch, they were getting rid of since, like, December. So it's like, if anything, why did it take too long? Like, yeah, it took, like, three months to get rid of it. And, like, I, I just looked around and I was just like, man, they are really at a snail's pace on this. Like, um, another thing, uh, I did the Kylo Ren meet and greet, and I have to say, this, for me, this is a huge, like, you have to do this. It was so awesome. Like, uh, the, the way they do it is you're wa you walk up in the queue, and then, uh, when, um, they get done, the, uh, cast member will come up and bring you up into, uh, the hallway. You go into the hallway. And they tell you, okay, Kylo's going to come over and he's going to bring you over. And I'm like, okay. So I'm like right at the edge of the hallway. And he jumps out of the corner. Like he just, you know, moves over from the, uh, from the side where I couldn't see him. And he immediately throws his hand up in my face and he says, don't be afraid. <laughs> and I'm just like, oh my, like, because the group before me screamed. And like now oh, I knew man. why. And yeah, he was like, don't be afraid. He's like, I can, sen I can sense it in you. He's like, follow me. And, you know, he, like, led us over, and he uh, he went up to my sister-in-law, Jessica, and he, like, did a whole speech to her. He was like, I know you have sympathies for the uh, resistance. I can feel, I can see them in your mind. He's like, let them know I'll see them soon. I was like, oh, my God. Like, everything about this is awesome. It was just, like, the Boba Fett one. Like, so worth going to. Um, uh... Yeah, like, um, other than that, like, not much has changed over at, uh, the, um, whatchamacallit, at, uh, Launch Bay. They have some new stuff, like, uh, I saw they have a new phone case that says Chewie, we're home, with, uh, <laughs> Han and Chewie on it. I almost bought that. Uh, I still regret not buying it. But, uh, yeah, those, that's really it for it, though. Yeah, they, they, they had a couple minor tweaks to Launch Bay, and... I'm not sure if they're good or bad or, you know, if they're just pointless. Like, uh, you know that little screen where they play that 10-minute movie on, uh, you know, the effects yeah. of Star Wars? They put, like, a, a curtain in front of it so that when you walk in, you can't see it immediately. Yeah. I which did. I found a little strange, and I'm like, okay, but that... But the reason why I watched it the first time is because I got drawn in, but after looking at the floor, I looked over, I was like, oh, what's this? Um, I will say... One thing I will say is Launch Bay is still, like, has a ton of people in it considering and mm -hmm. one thing specifically i saw was a lot of people with the umbrella the lightsaber umbrella that was everywhere everyone had it um i don't want one anymore too because of this yeah <laughs> uh, i saw everyone walking around with it um yeah that that's kind of it for star wars though um i did do like uh the dining reservation i was really annoyed because like okay so we went to eat at carnation cafe 
and they told us that um, we have to do a, we have to call the uh, Disney dining number, which I did. Who put me on hold for 10 minutes, and then when they came on, they asked me, they were like, okay, so what date is this for? And I'm like, it's for today. They're like, well, you can uh, do it up to uh, 60 days in advance. And I'm like, this is a local park. I'm not going to make a reservation 60 days in advance. <laughs> that doesn't make sense. And it's just part of this whole thing that I know they're planning to bring FastPass Plus and the whole Magic Band system to Disneyland, and it's just like, why? <laughs> like, that's my biggest thing, is it's like, why? Speaking for every single fan, and I know I am, we are on board with, 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 with bringing the Magic Band in. I am not on board with having to pick and choose my fast passes. I want to yeah. ride Space Mountain. Do you also want a, want a 5.30 show into this terrible show you're not going to watch? Not, actually, not really. I actually was just reading that, um, I guess uh, they were just having some issues with uh, Fast Pass Plus at um, Disney World, and I was like, of course they were. They always are having issues with Fast Pass Plus. Like, it's just so dumb. Um, the other uh, negative thing I wanted to add is that there's nothing going on with Luigi still, but uh, I just read there's like some reports that they're supposed to be doing a cast member preview in um, early March. But, you know, with the whole thing with Wizarding World, it's like, why is this taking forever? <laughs> this was, like, definitely a lot less work to do this, but whatever. Um, on, a, on an up note, uh, I did want to say, um, it, like I said before, like, there's a lot of construction going on. There's a lot of walls everywhere, but that is doing nothing to the crowds. Their crowds were everywhere. And I know Hunter saw it too, um... Yeah, I was just amazed. I was like, man, like, there is no off-season anymore. Like, no, there is not. Um, one thing, uh, too, is that uh, I saw over in um, uh, Fowler's Harbor, uh, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah, uh, they had, like, this um, kind of compass thing. And my daughter and I, we were trying to play with it, but we didn't know what it was. And uh, I was just reading on Dateline Disneyland. I guess it's part of a new interactive experience that they're planning. But uh, this is like one of the first things to come out for it. So it was like a cool thing to see. But uh, at the same time, I was just like, what, the, what is this? <laughs> um, so what, uh, what are your guys' thoughts, uh, though, on like uh, current things on Disneyland? Uh, I'm excited for the future because even though it's all out of snail's face for uh, Star Wars, you know, it's still exciting. I wish it was a, a little further along. I do, but... I can't really write about it. I do have to say, I I do think it's a lot of it has to deal with that there's nothing finalized yet. It's like in the Disneyland 60, it seemed like nothing was finalized because they should have been showing like models at least, but they didn't have anything like that. Mm. It was all like artist renderings, and it was like that's like an early stage. Like uh, even for Avatar, they showed us the huge model of it. <laughs> what What do you think, George? I know you you weren't able to head out with us. Um, <clears throat> I, uh, like Hunter said, I'm just waiting for the future to come. Uh, I mean, Hyperspace Mountain is always, uh, one of my favorite rides right now because when I first rode on it, my jaw just went through the floor. It's awesome. Yeah, everybody feels the same way. <laughs> yeah. Um, I know, we saw James, uh, out there and, uh, I told him, I was like, you have to ride Hyperspace Mountain. That is a definite must. Mm -hmm. Um, uh... Star Tours, I love Star Star Tours, but yeah, Hyperspace Mountain is where it's at right now. Um, I heard that you get to see Finn, like on the little TV. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, so the way they do it now is uh, the first part, you uh, go to Jakku. And uh, when you're in Jakku, uh, you're chasing the Millennium Falcon. And uh, Finn comes on the screen and he's like, Star Tours, what are you doing here? Like he says the infamous line and then... Uh, you follow them, and, uh, you know, you get stuck in the, uh, in, uh, the Star Destroyer, and the scavengers come at you, and then you're able to make it out, and then, uh, BB-8 comes on screen, and, uh, he, uh, talks, he, well, he comes as a hologram, and he talks to you about, you know, the rebel spy, and, uh, that you guys need to help out or whatever, and then the last part is where it randomizes, but, uh, for those first two, like, you, you only get those, you only get Jakku and BB-8 for right now. I love, though, that Finn jumps on the screen. Yeah. <laughs> Just when he comes up, Star Tours, what are you doing here? I was like, what? Finn. <laughs> Especially now that we've seen the movie. Yeah. Like, it's just even better. Oh, uh, one thing um, 
I was on, uh, I took my daughter on Buzz while my wife was on Star Tours, uh, and, uh, it broke down right at the end, and I had never seen it broken down. Um, it was very interesting, uh, to see it, to say the least, but one thing is, like, in the corner, there was, like, a sun and a moon, and you can't see it during the ride, so you know, like, I know it's from an old attraction, but I, I can't put my finger on what exactly it's from, but I thought that was an interesting thing to see. It's kind of like, you know, the, uh, the moose head and, uh, stuff in, and poo. Like, you know, they love to li just leave little stuff everywhere. Yeah, it was, a uh, very interesting, the, uh, to see Buzz Lightyear, though, with the lights on. We actually had to walk off the attraction. It was fun. Yeah, um, if you guys don't have anything else, though, I think that kind of yeah. concludes it. I, I, I've got nothing. Yeah, so, sorry it was, like, very negative on my part, but, uh, you know, like, there were a lot of things that I felt like they didn't need to be that way. You know, the stinginess, the dining reservations, the snail pace on Star, Tor or Star Wars, like, but, you know, like, overall, like, of course, it's always Disney, so, like, I love everything we get there, um, you know, I, well, I love certain parts of it, but, uh, you know, it's always better than going to Hollywood, uh, Universal Hollywood. <laughs> <laughs> Be there for two hours. Gotta take our last shot at them. Yeah. <laughs> so we want to thank you guys uh, for listening, uh, especially if you made it all the way through. Um, make sure to subscribe to us on iTunes and follow us on Spreaker. And uh, thanks to George for producing this podcast. Thank Woo! you, George. Uh, but you can follow me on uh, any social media. I'm at Geo Disney. That's G I O Disney. You can also email me uh, at geodisney113 at gmail.com. Uh, you can follow me on Twitter at Hunter3GATM or on Instagram, the Disney Guy24. Uh, you can follow me on Instagram, J182. And I probably have to have Twitter now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, we, we wanted to throw in a quick thank you to uh, Amy Gonin for uh, tweeting us and saying that she's been listening and that she loves it. Uh, thank you for listening. Yeah, thank, we, you. thank you. Yeah, we super appreciate hearing uh, that anyone has made it past even one episode. So <laughs> thank you so much. And uh, once again, thank you to everyone who listens. Uh, and of course, thank you, Dave. Yes, thank you, Dave. <laughs> and uh, we'll see you guys in the park someday soon. So uh, see you guys. Later. Adios. Ka-chao. One guess this Who never, never starts an argument Who never shows a bit of temperament Who's never wrong but always right Who's never dream of starting a fight Who gets stuck with all the bad luck No one but Donald